Welcome to Fast Lane with Sarah Jane, a podcast for women who are on the move, managing life and family. Your host, Sarah Jane, is building a tribe and talking about the things that affect the daily lives of moms. You can expect real conversations about managing chaos, finding ways to take care of mind and body, and stepping outside your comfort zone on the way to living your best life. Hold on for a wild ride. Now, let's get started. Happy Thursday. You are in the fast lane with Sarah Jane, and I'm always excited for every guest that I have, but today I have a much different relationship with this guest than I have with any other guest that I have. And I will have to say, this guest has been a little more high maintenance, like asking me how long it's going to be, and I kind of feel like making some demands. And usually people right away will say, yes, they'll come on the podcast. And I definitely did not beg this guest to come on but I did have to sweet talk just a little bit. So without further ado, welcome Mr. Sarah Jane to the fast lane. <laughs> Mr. Sarah Jane. No. Ryan Klein is my guest today. And this is kind of exciting because I have never done an in-person podcast. Everyone I've ever interviewed has been via Zoom. So here we are in our basement, very, very, very technical setup here. So we're going to be talking about Christmas today. And the reason we're going to do this is because we had quite the entertaining conversation on Saturday and it really just set the stage. So first of all, Christmas, I think is a big deal for everyone's family. Maybe not, but it is, um, it is for us because you know, we have three little kids. So we like to make sure we're in the spirit of everything. And it starts in, well, earlier in the year because we always have to do family pictures, which Ryan Klein always hated, but now he just calls it his wife's holiday and he does it very nicely. But you know, there's a lot that comes with uh, the family cards and the family photos. You got to pick the right outfits and everyone has to match. And then what time of year are we doing it? What time of day are we doing it? When can everyone get together? Does it have to be like this? No, but is it like this for us? Yes. And we always have fun with our photographer. And I always really appreciate how nice our cards are because I like, I mean, that, that's documenting our lives. So for I'm not here to rag on Ryan Klein today. Okay. So first of all, thank you for going along with the family photos and the family cards, because I know it's been a struggle for you in the past, but you're pretty good about it lately. So thank you. I finally get to talk. <laughs> Um, yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah, keep it short and sweet. All right. What exactly, like in a nutshell, don't tell me what you had to do this year and tell me, oh, or I have to do, you know, this year you told me I had to do X, Y, and Z. Don't say that. I want to know who normally do you have to buy for for Christmas? Well, of course I got to buy for you. Okay. okay. Right. And let's stop there because usually... That's the number one thing you have to buy, right? Is for me. But this year, I'm going to say you were really kind because you were going to be in Bismarck by yourself. Now, let's let's keep that phrase right there in our minds. You were going to be by yourself. So you actually did a lot of the shopping for the older two boys a few weeks ago. Okay? Yeah. That was, that was very appreciated. Now, as a mom, we usually have to do a little more than the dad does. You agree with that? Definitely. Okay. And like for Christmas. And I'm not going to ruin anyone's Christmas here. So I'm just going to call it the Christmas magic. Like I think moms are in charge of Christmas magic. And if you know, you know, because I'm not going to spell it out because I believe in the innocence and the magic of that. Okay. This isn't an interrogation, but now we know who you need to buy for is me. Okay. Now, I buy for more than just you. I mean, I, that's where I started with and then you said stop. Right. But normally, I mean, do you normally buy for the boys? No, but I got to get stuff for my parents. Three of them, all three of them. I have to get stuff for my grandma, grandpas, nieces, nephews. No, okay, but pause there because you don't always have to get for your nieces and nephews. This year you had to buy for one nephew because I ran out of time in mine on, and so you took care of that one. I've done them in the past. I mean, yeah. It's I hit or miss. I usually go gift cards. Right. I mean, it's hit or miss. But they're at the age where, yeah, gift cards are probably the best. Mm-hmm. So 
how much do you think you participate? So you buy, you buy gifts. How much do you participate in the magic of Christmas? 20%. 20? 20%. I'm marinating. <laughs> I'm marinating on that 20 real that's quick. Like, that's, that's two out of 10. Okay. Really? So, You're not going to give me two out of 10? Well, this because this is what we're talking about. I'm going to list what I find. I want to talk about what I think that the magic of Christmas is. Okay. And you tell me what you think of all these things. All right. Or if you would initiate doing any of these things. So let's start with gingerbread houses. When it comes to gingerbread houses, you know damn well that you're going to buy it, but I'm going to be the one to help them put them together. Agreed. You're, so you're very crafty. I'm, I'm taking 50. If, if you're thinking that's you, um, that's, that's at best 50-50. Oh, no. Oh, I should I should have maybe started. Houses. I should have started this with life between us is always a pissing match. Who does more? Who does more? Who does it better? <laughs> that's, and that's not what I'm, I don't need a percentage of how much you do on the gingerbread house. I'm saying, let's say you were in charge. What would you buy and would you coordinate doing gingerbread houses? Probably not. Okay. Thank you. Next. I do kind of feel like this is an interrogation. Next, how much do you like to participate or would you participate in baking like sugar cookies and or popcorn balls? I probably <laughs> be more interested in the cookies and the popcorn balls. I like to bake every once in a great while. Okay, so you, you are, would you or would you not spearhead that? Probably not spearheading the Christmas cookies. Okay, got it. All right. How about how about Christmas movies? How do we how do we feel about those? Probably not turning on the Christmas movies either. Okay, because let's just what if you'd let me know what I wore my Grinch suit to this thing. (laughs) That's what. Okay, and you're totally not a Grinch, but this is really just setting setting my main theme up here. Like I, I, like I, I feel like you're picking the mom things that happened for Christmas and saying, "Well, Dad, did you do the mom things?" Or not? I'm like, no. Oh, no, but like, but look, you know, who who puts the star on the tree? Who oh, we don't actually who, have one. Who this decorates year. the tree? Who puts lights outside the house? Uh, you didn't. You know, who, <laughs> Who has? Who has? Sarah? Right. A few have, years have ago, if you ever been on the roof to put lights? No, but I don't think you would allow it. Okay, stop. I'm this I'm not. I have already said I feel like I'm backed in a corner. (laughs) You can't blame me for wanting to defend myself. Okay, so the funny thing about the Christmas movies is the boys have been wanting to watch them for a long time. And we're also heavy into this QB1 on the Netflix. We just got the Netflix, so this is a whole new thing for us. And our boys really like football. So anyway, but they wanted to watch a Christmas show. And Ryan, God bless him, started a project yesterday that I concocted on Friday. He started this project yesterday. And so this morning he got up right away and started working on it. And he said, I kind of, I just want to take a break. Let's watch a QB1. And I said, oh, actually, let's watch a Christmas show. And he's like, what? And I said, they've been wanting to watch a Christmas show. So this would be a good time. He's like, why are we doing that? So I get it. And, and you know, to be fair, you did sleep through Frosty. Yeah, I did not say why are we doing that. I just slept through it. Right. And, right. So I would have slept through the QB1 too. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. To be fair. I mean, that this season isn't as good. But anyway, okay. So. No, because no, no, I was up till one o'clock working on your project. Our. It's our project. First of all, I came up with the project and you just decided to go for it. So let, yeah. that's another podcast. So let, we'll pause there. Okay. So. Would you or would you not spearhead Christmas movies? Would not spearhead Christmas movies. Next thing. How about looking at lights? Driving around and looking at Christmas lights. I would uh, I would spearhead certain parts of that, like going up to Oak Park and driving through the, uh, do, doing the drive-through thing where it's planned, you know, like it's an event. Now, if you're talking like, hey, one night you're driving home, you, you had some errands from a Minot and it's 7.30 at night and I can take a right to head up the highway to go home or I can take a left into town to quick stroll through us with Christmas lights like one somebody like to do. No, I'm probably not doing that. But if it's a legit like thing you go to and pay money or or people are putting it on like in the park, then like, yeah, I'll, I would I would spirit something like that. Okay. I like road trips. Yes, you do. So what... Do you think about Christmas traditions? Super important to you or not so important to you? And this is, I know you're, right now, I know you're thinking this is a trap. 
it is not a trap. I'm just, I'm generally, I'm not talking about my family traditions. I'm not talking about your family traditions. I'm just, well, let's talk like in a Hallmark movie, you know, you watch and these people have these Christmas traditions. What, what are your I, thoughts? I, I mean, growing up with, you know, divorced parents or whatever, I, I guess I never really had Christmas traditions. So it wasn't really, wasn't really brought up with them. So I don't really uh, pay too much attention to them. So is it important for you to build them with your children and me? No, I mean, whether, whether I'm hanging out with them and we're opening gifts on Christmas Eve, you know, after we, we, we go to the, the evening mass or something or evening church and have a supper and then we open gifts. Or if we are someplace else Christmas Eve and next year it's Christmas Day and when we wake up in the morning, we're all going to do it. I don't care when it is. I just want it to be cool for them, for, for everybody, whenever it is. I don't, I don't really care about doing it at the same time every year. Okay, so to sum this up, what do you think your Christmas role is? To give you money to buy the presents. <laughs> and you know what? That, you know, I think that would be a nice role because um, it's a lot less time consuming. And that brings up the perfect, the perfect purpose of this. So this year we are homeschooling, which... I am homeschooling because Ryan works a majority of the time. So I am pretty much with two of my children, at least 24 hours a day. The small one goes to daycare so the other ones can, you know, do school. So I am with them all the time. Now, remember, we're talking about Christmas magic and such, right? Well, you can only do so much stuff when you have two people with you all the time. So Friday was my day that I was going to go do everything I need to do by myself and in this house, I mean, as a rule, we don't usually do a lot of stuff by ourselves. We just kind of, we try to travel like a pack of wolves. All of us just go all of the places. So Friday, I was going to go by myself. Well, I couldn't leave the boys at home. It didn't work out. So I had to go. I'm let you say pack of wolves because I kind of feel like you're a wolf on the sheep right now. <laughs> you, are, you are far from a sheep, okay? So anyway, I had to take them with so I could do a limited amount of stuff, but I couldn't do everything that I needed to do by myself. Okay. Not from the south either. I, that was not a southern accent. Um, it wasn't a northern. It, no, but I was just trying to emphasize I needed to be alone there. If I enunciate, maybe you get it. So anyway, so I'm telling Ryan, oh, I just, I didn't get everything done that I needed to get done. And okay. So then Friday night, I say, well, if we go to my up tomorrow, you know, I kind of need to go by myself and whatever. So then Saturday morning rolls around. And again, I whoa, say, whoa, 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 whoa. You never said anything about going separately until Saturday morning, about a half hour before we were all getting ready to leave. Okay. And this is where we started to dis- agree to disagree. <laughs> you never said anything about going separate. Okay. I told you I didn't get my stuff done and I needed to be by myself. Okay. So we don't have a lot of days before Christmas. So Saturday morning, we get up. We do our routine, whatever. And then I say, you know what? I maybe should go to mine by myself. Maybe I should drive separately. Maybe I'll go up now and you guys can come up later and then we can have lunch and whatever. Ryan says, no, we'll just all go now and we'll get it figured out. Figure it out later. I'll figure it out. Perfect. Okay. Well, I'm not saying what I had to do was more important than what Ryan had to do because it wasn't. But it was super important for me to get it done by myself. So he's get he, Breck is looking for a shoe or whatever. The other two are ready to go. Dogs are running around. This is just a typical day though. I mean, it's not like it's something out of the ordinary. So then I'm thinking, well, I'm going to go because they're not ready to go quite yet. I'm going to go and I'm going to try to get a bunch of my stuff done. <laughs> so all of a sudden I'm in my car and Ryan opens the garage door and he goes, what, what is going on? And I said, I'm going to go to my net. And he's like, why? I'm, I have to take all three? And I said, yeah, what is going on? Why am I taking all three? And I had to scream, I need to be by myself. <laughs> like, I don't know if I needed to draw a picture or maybe write a, like send a text, but I had to be alone. And if you are a mom, you know you have to be alone at some point before Christmas. I mean, that wasn't, that wasn't, that wasn't my issue with, yeah, I, I knew at, that, at this point that at some point when you were shopping a month, you had to be by yourself. But I feel like, Dane come out and had his shirt on backwards. Crew was missing a shoe. <laughs> Breck had no shoes. Couldn't ha- didn't have a coat. No, and, and no one could find nothing. And a whole bunch of stuff needed to be done yet. I mean, lights are still on all over the house. Stuff needs to be picked up and put away. And 
you already like got in reverse back and on the ground. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? Like, okay. So he, he managed, he was fine. So now I'm driving to Minot, jamming to Christmas carols because, you know, just so holly during this time of year. About 15 miles ahead of me once I finally found brick shoes. <laughs> yeah. And so I call and we're t- discussing whatever. And I said, okay, so what's the plan? I don't know. Just let me know when you're done. Well, I can't tell you when I'm going to be done. Why? I, because I have no idea. Like, I have no idea how long it's going to take me. P.S. I haven't bought anything for Ryan. And if you know him, you know how difficult it is to buy for him. Like, it is the most difficult present I have to buy for easily. So I've got that to do, plus all this magic I have to concoct. So he's wanting me to give him a timeline. I could not give you a timeline. And Ryan is very exact on these things. Like he likes to have a plan like that. Whereas I'm pretty much, I just go with the flow. So anyway. Which is probably why I already had, I like to have a plan, like to get my stuff done on time, which is why I was already done shopping for you, even though. Right. Cause you had to buy from one person and you were by yourself a couple of weeks ago. I, so you no, did it. I, no, I, I did it online. I ordered it. You. Okay. Well. First of all, glad I'm sitting down because you don't do much of that. But I appreciate that you got that done so soon. But how often am I by myself to get this stuff done? You go to mine like four times a week. Fake news. (laughs) (laughs) I do not go to mine four times a week. And let's let's pretend I do. Four out of those four times, I have two kids with me. Did you go to mine on Friday? Yeah, with the kids. Did you go to mine on Saturday? Yeah, did I had to go, to go by Minot? myself. Did you go to Minot on Sunday? I had to go to Minot today with you because you wanted to go to Chicken Wings after your thing. I didn't go for myself. Hey, are you going to Minot tomorrow? I'm not by myself. That, the point four is, it doesn't... Of, four days in a row right there. The right. last four days, you're in Minot. Right, but that is beside the point because the point is I had to be alone. Okay, so being alone is a crime here. <laughs> so then I'm on speakerphone. All three boys are in his vehicle and he's harassing me about why I'm by myself. And so then finally he goes, I was trying to figure out when you might be done so I could plan my attack. I had to go to Home Depot, needed to go to the mall and I was going to, and then plus we were going to have dinner. So I was trying to plan out like, what am I all going to do in order here? What, where should I go first? You know, should I do my long things first or should I do the short things first? Just trying to plan it out. Right. And so I'm telling him, I, I couldn't tell him when I was going to be done because I have a list the size of my forearm that needs to be done. And so then he's like, well, who, what do you have to buy? And I said, what? What, what do you have to buy? Are you on my own speakerphone? Yeah. What do I have to buy? No, I said, who do you all have to buy for? Yeah. And then you said, who are you buying for? What are you buying? That's how you're talking to me. Like all of a sudden you turn in, you have this accent and you're like, what are you buying? Who are you buying for? And I'm thinking, are you serious? Because I've told you a few times, I have to be by myself to buy X, Y, and Z. But now I'm on speakerphone and you're, you keep repeating, what are you buying? Who are you buying for? Even if you had to buy it for one of the kids. So say, hey, yeah, I got to finish. It wasn't up. for the kids. I got to finish up game. I got to finish up crew. I got to finish up breakfast. Or hey, I got to finish you up. So never mind. Right, but that's, all, I, that, that's all that, I was asking for. But that was not the answer to any of those questions. Like to those questions, that was not the answer. So here's the three little boys listening, thinking, "Oh man, yeah, what is mom doing?" And dad is needing to know, like, who's on my list to buy for. And so then he proceeds. What What did you call me then at that point? <laughs> I believe I said you're a hot Christmas mess. A hot Christmas mess, he calls me, because I'm just trying to get this magic of Christmas under control. So let's remember, we have nieces and nephews and parents, and we have a kid, we have kids and we have each other, and we buy for a few other people and a few, a few other reasons. And so I'm trying to get all that done. Then, you know, trying to get all the other stuff done, like you know, like we want to do cookies, we want to do this, we want to do that. So I'm trying to plan ahead. We're having people at our house on Christmas Eve. All these things that are running through my head that I have to plan for. There, there's, a, there's a key phrase there. You're trying to plan ahead. Maybe you should plan a little more ahead or next year. A header isn't a word. And second of all, maybe if I could have just run to mind about myself on Saturday, all of this would have been you taken know, care of. Your audience has heard you say that like five times. Well, I... I know, but maybe next time they see you, they'll let you know. Sometimes Sarah needs to be by herself. 
no, I'm thinking after listening to this, they're going to probably remind you in October, Sarah, (laughs) if you started your Christmas shopping yet. So I, what I says you're in mind on four days a week, time to start, which I'm not. Anyway, I think I need a travel log for my vehicle because I am constantly under the gun for how much I have to unwind. Okay. So I'm the hot Christmas mess. Ryan has already proclaimed he's the Grinch. So now Ryan, I want to know what is your favorite part of Christmas? The food, probably. Food. What's your favorite Christmas food? I don't know. I just like I like everybody getting together and the meal, the big meals and all the sweets and fun Christmas candies. Okay. Obviously getting gifts is fun too. You you like getting together. You like celebrating in a group of people? With my family. Mm. Okay. <laughs> with my with with my immediate family. Okay. The yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big crowd person. I mean, that, no. that, that's not a surprise to anybody who knows me. No, and like one Easter we were hosting family, and he was sitting at the bar with his hand under his chin, looking like someone just kicked his kitten. And I was like, what's going on? Oh, what's just going to be so, so much going on tomorrow? Yep. Okay, well, this is good to know. I'm learning, I'm learning about you too. What is your least favorite part of Christmas? Probably the least part is us figuring out where the hell we're going to be. That's probably the least favorite part is dealing with that. I'm glad you said that because that was actually next on my list. So this is always a point of contention for us. And I think that it happens with a lot of families because you don't ever want to leave someone out, but then someone always feels like they're left out. So you try to do what's best and there really never is like a best thing to do. Do you think? No, yeah. I'd I'd say the best thing to do changes year to year. Mm Mm-hmm. The only thing constant is change. The one thing that hasn't changed though. So when I was a kid, we always had the tradition of Christmas Eve, we went to my aunt's house and Christmas day, we were at my parents' house. That was the way it was. And that's just what we did. There was, that was it. And now since we moved into our house in 2013, we have had Christmas Eve at our house. So we do have a tradition. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. That kind of makes me excited, thinking that we we actually have a tradition. I'm glad you're happy. <laughs> Seven-year-old tradition. Hmm. Interesting. So this year, when we were deciding what we were going to do, um, this is a very Sarah thing to do, but my family, again, still has it every Christmas day. And so Ryan's family this year was having it on Christmas Day. So as soon as it was known that everyone was celebrating on Christmas day. We basically stopped talking about anything Christmas. Do you agree? (laughs) No, I don't, I guess I don't really agree with that. We talked about it quite a bit. I don't think we did. I don't think we actually talked like where we were going to be on Christmas because we did not want to have that conversation. There was a, there was a lull in there. Yeah. We had a couple initial talks and then once it wasn't getting anywhere, yeah, we just kind of put it off for a week or two there. Mm-hmm. And anytime, like we would talk about gifts or something like that, but we would never discuss like where we were going to be other than we figured we'd probably maybe be here for Christmas Eve. And, and that was even up in the air. So we didn't know. But anytime then we decide to talk about where we're going to go, it's almost an insta argument. Don't you think? Once in a while, not every time. So if we're going... Out of 10, how many times? I mean, I guarantee we didn't discuss it 10 times because... You're talking, you're talking out of 10 conversations, how many times would it lead to an argument or... Of, yes. Or, okay. So like all of this year you're talking... I'm this, talking... This, this this year's example. Yeah. And I know we didn't talk about it 10 times because I wouldn't have brought it up 10 times because I didn't want to talk about it. Mm, I actually think it only got into an argument probably two or three times, but I think the other three or four times we talked about it, we just quit talking about it before it did because we've probably seen it head in that direction. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't really want the kids to hear you swear at me. <laughs> right. And there's another thing too, because it's like, so what do you, what do you do? Do you try to make your parents happy? And so that's what I told Ryan. I said, well, how about you and so-and-so go to Bismarck and me and the other two will go to Minot. And that's not fair either. That's a horrible idea. Well, that was making our parents happy. I don't think so. Your mom, not mine. 
You think? It's like your mom cares about spending it with you to be truthful. And my mom wants to see you just as much as she wants to see me. No, I think your mom wants to see you more than she wants to see me because you are her son. But I think you know what I, mean. I think your mom is more like, I think she is more aware that something like that would cause an issue. Whereas mine probably wouldn't. Mine would just think you'd be fine. <laughs> well, no, that it'd be fine to just be, to just see you and not, others i'm not saying that she doesn't want to see you i'm just saying that i think she would be happy if as long as you're there (laughs) okay i don't know how this is i don't know how this is gonna end (laughs) that will be one me (laughs) okay this is how we came up with where we're gonna go because i marinated on this for a long time because I was I was trying to be adult about it and not be like immature about it, and so I started to think about that. it. Okay, so maybe it's one and one now. Maybe. <laughs> so I I can I mean Ryan isn't perfect either. He can be difficult, but I know I definitely can be difficult. So like when I get my mind set on something, it's pretty much it, and I am extreme. Like I am all in or I am all out. I'm usually there's usually like no medium for me. Is this is that accurate? Yeah. Okay. No, I, I wouldn't. No, I no. I would say you're you go to extremes from left to right. Like you're either all the way this way or you're all the way that way. You're exactly. Not like, you you can't be like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. I mean, it could be the same subject, but I'm all the way one way one day and all the way the next day the next. I mean, just saying I'm extreme. I'm not like in the middle. So anyway. So I'm marinating on this. I talked to my mom about it. And this is what we came up with because this, and this is honestly what I thought. So we have three boys and I know that we will be by ourselves during Christmas at some point because they will have significant others and they will need to be with them. And so we have already had this discussion and like what we're going to do by ourselves because it will just be us. And so I always think about stuff like that, like moms and sons because that's my situation. I don't have anything else. And so many people tell me that for holidays, they just do whatever the wife wants to do. Like they follow the wife's traditions and the husband's traditions come second. And a lot of people say that. I don't think it's that case for everyone. It is not that case for us, but apparently it is for a lot of people. So I was thinking about this and thinking, okay, if we do Christmas Eve at our house and we get to celebrate with my mom, not saying that you don't want to celebrate with all the siblings and whatever, but obviously it's the most important, I think, to see your parents on the holidays. If we can celebrate on Christmas Eve with her, then we really should be with your family on Christmas Day because everyone else is going to be there. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, Ryan is your mom. I mean, I'm thinking Ryan is the only son. He's not there. Everyone else is there. I mean, there's kind of an emotional component to it. So I texted Ryan and I said, we're having Christmas Eve at our house. We're doing Christmas Day in Bismarck. Final answer. And then he texted back and said, well, I think I think it um, it needs more discussion because, you know, communication is key. But I, I don't know. Maybe I just need validation from you that is recorded that I really handled that well. Yeah, I was, I was honestly shocked. I mean... I think your text message read something like, we will be, we will have Christmas Eve at our house. We will be Christmas day at your mom's house, your family's house. I have spoken. <laughs> I believe that is exactly what your text message said. <laughs> oh. I mean, I, 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 yeah, I'm sure it was a joke. Right. I mean, I don't think we need to scroll through to find out, but likely. <laughs> But to me, that was that was the common sense thing, right? Like, if you want to have the tradition of having Christmas Eve at our house, have whoever you want at our house for Christmas Eve, and then if Christmas Day, even if we got to take turns every other year or whatever, you know, the last two years it was Christmas Day with your family, so this would be the first in three years we would go down to Bismarck and have Christmas Day with my family, but we're also leaving on a, leaving to go to Jackson Hole the next day and my parents house is just a hundred miles closer to Jackson Hole. So I'm thinking, okay, we do the Christmas Eve at our house. Sarah gets to spend time with the mom, do whoever, whatever, have that part of the tradition. We had, we start our trek South 
have Christmas Day at my parents, spend the night, get up the next morning, bam, we're right on interstate, we're heading for Jackson Hole. And like it just made sense this year. Like I'm I'm basing it off of common sense and what makes the most sense and what just fits the plans versus all the so, other stuff. So is know, it versus, fair? Oh, I'm the only son and I need to be there. I, I I don't think that way. If I have to miss it, I have to miss it. I mean, hell, they all went to South Dakota to a cabin one year and I I was the only one of the whole family. We were the only family that didn't go. Right. Due to work and the weather. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, it's not it like is, we're like, is, oh, let's just not go. Is. I mean, it's not, it was like that. Um, so basically, are you saying you have no emotions when it comes to stuff like this? Probably never been <laughs> accused of being emotional. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have been accused of being emotional, but I don't think I was emotional in this case. I think that another thing important to mention is my dad's birthday is Christmas Day and he passed away. It will be three years ago. And I mean, yes, you can look at it three years ago. You know, I mean, time marches on, but that makes it a little harder. And to be fair, granted, you know, we shouldn't go by things that we said long ago, but Ryan did tell me a while ago that since my parents oh, are older, <laughs> do, you, do you not, do you not want me to say that? No, you can say it. I mean, I said it, whatever. Like I said, I go with the, I go with what makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Ryan did tell me at one point that we could spend, um, you know, the holidays with my family because my parents were older, so they wouldn't be around as long. And so then for the rest of the holidays, we could be with his family. So, you know, in the back of my mind, I guess that was probably always there too. I didn't mean too. it in a bad way. I, you know, your parents are quite a bit older than mine. Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, really, you're just using common sense there, right? I'd like to talk about something else now. <laughs> All right. So what is going to be... And now your mom really don't care if I'm around for Christmas. <laughs> I, don't th- I think she listens to the podcast about as much as you, so I think you're safe. <laughs> um, all right. What are you most excited for this year for Christmas? I mean, I already know your favorite part, but like, are you excited to give a certain person a gift or you're excited to see what the boys do? Like, what are you excited? Yeah, no, I guess I don't want to sound, I don't want to sound like a jack wagon. Like you said, what what are the, some of the fun, the most enjoyable things for Christmas? I, yeah, I like, I love watching the boys. I, lo- I love getting the boys cool gifts. You know that. I mean, I, right. so yeah, watching them open their gifts will be fun. That's probably, probably. So. Number one, wouldn't, that would be number one. Are you most excited about the gifts that you bought then? Like the older two specifically? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think we should go down that road in just one second. I'm excited because we got Breck, like a three-wheel trike, not a bike bike. I wanted to get one of those like big big wheels. Is that what they are? Hot wheels. Oh, yeah, the big hot wheels. But those... The the one big... It's a three-wheel thing. It's got the big wheel in front with the two little wheels. You sit Mm -hmm. on it. So I had one of those when I was a kid. I'm pretty sure it was a cabbage patch. And it was like, I mean, I can still see myself cruising down 4th Avenue. It was with the wind blowing through my curly little mullet. But what? (laughs) um, I couldn't find one of those. But he did, he did kind of, he got a Schwinn like that. But I mean, it has real wheels. But we were in Target the other day. It was him and Dane and I, and he saw a bike. And granted, it was a Spider-Man bike. And he's on the Spider-Man, Spider-Man kick. But he goes, mom you buy me bike. And I said, no. <laughs> and so I'm pretty excited because he's never had a bike. So I'm really excited to see him tool around on that. Ryan, not as excited probably about that gift because some assembly is required. <laughs> that is not Ryan's all this stuff that has to be put together. Not, oh, name another thing that I bought that had to be put together. Kitchen set last year. Did you put that together? Affirmative. <laughs> um, did you? Yeah. Really? It wasn't their uncle? He's not here. <laughs> it was me. Oh, okay. The, and, which is funny that you... I just hate assembly. Right. You you hate assembly, but on... Pour a shop floor and put something with 50 pieces together. Okay. Well, I'm glad you said that because seriously, on Friday, I showed him this accent wall from this bedroom and I was like, oh, I really like this. And he's like, oh, do you? And I said, yeah. And I don't, I know for sure I didn't say do this for me because that is not the kind of person I am. But tried and true Ryan, Saturday gets up and he's got papers with measurements all over and he goes to mine it and buys a table saw in the wood and 
poof, Sunday's here and the wall is done. So it's interesting that you'll spend two days doing something like that, but putting together like a bike or a kitchen set is such an inconvenience. Yeah, because I didn't have to spend a half hour reading directions to do the wall. Reading step one, one A, one B, one C. Oh, if you have this, move to step five and not go back to step three C. <laughs> that stuff's all pain in the dick. <laughs> it is. It is definitely a pain. Now let's run back quick to how excited you are to give the boys their gifts. So anyone who has kids knows how stressful they are. It's like the best job you'll ever have, but also gives you the most stress ever, correct? Mm-hmm. And we have boys and they like to fight and wrestle and whatever. So we had 10 Actually, we had 12. Two of them were not in the photo because I said, we're getting rid of all these Nerf guns because Ryan had bought him these Nerf ball guns and whatever. So we got rid of all these Nerf guns because they would just walk around. Just the ones that shoot darts. Right, because they'd be cocking these guns all day long and... <sighs> Ryan, look, okay. Ryan got hit in the eye with the dart ones and he was down for the night, like hand over his eye. We should have gotten him a patch. I mean, he had so, a headache. I got, it was like six inches away. Like literally I watched the rubber sticky part of the dart hit me in the pupil from like six inches away. What? No, for Are real. you good at estimating distances? I peeked up. Oh, I was on one <laughs> side of the couch. Crew was on the other side of the couch. I put my head up over the couch and he held the gun up and pulled the trigger. Like it might've been closer than six inches. Okay. That is up for debate, but I guess we'll just... Crew disagrees. Crew does not think he was that close to you. So it's you versus crew. Crew's nine. He's been <laughs> judging distances a hell of a long less time than me. I agree. But I... I'm questioning it, but it's okay. I mean, it's okay. We should question all things in life. We just shouldn't, you know. So anyway, crew, let's fast forward. That was, I don't know, last year, earlier this year. Crew gets hit in the eye by a bullet from Ryan's gun after, and I, you know, I probably don't have as much patience because like I said, I am with everyone all day. And so sometimes just the noise and the pure chaos of it all. I, it's just too much. I'd already said put the guns away and no one had and now they're getting ready to get into the tub and Ryan Ryan comes around and shoots and hits crew in the eye and he's screaming and flailing around like a fish out of water. Yes, I was shot with a little dart <laughs> six inches away in my open eyeball. He was shot with a Nerf rival, which does go faster, okay? It's right? faster. That's why you but bought it's a, those. It's a round yeah. ball and it's a bigger Okay, so it's bigger, so it doesn't really like hit him in the eye. It didn't just, I'm sure, hit just his eyeball. I'm sure it hit like a little bit of the eye socket or the bone, but they're soft foam balls. But and and from like I would say ten feet away, eight to ten feet away. Okay, but definitely from wasn't the hallway. No, from the hallway to the bathtub. He wasn't in the tub. He was just in front of the tub. He was hiding between the clothes basket and the tub. I he peeked his head up over the clothes basket and I drilled him. It's a really good shot. But anyway, yeah, he starts flailing around on the ground. Big like time. someone was gouging his eye with a spoon and sticking it with a little foam ball. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay, first of all, you got to stop <laughs> doing that. Not because you're going to get me in trouble because it looks bad. Like, Which it did get you, you in trouble. Overreacting. <laughs> and, so, and what did he do when I told him to stop? Oh, he magically gets up. Yeah, he's got a red eye and he's... And it's watering. Yeah, I'm sure it didn't feel good. But he didn't even be flailing around on the ground, screaming like that. When I got shot in the eye, I just put my head down, covered mine. I said, okay, that's it. I'm done. Oh, you were you were so calm. Yep. <laughs> you truly were. I mean, it was, yes. You weren't even in the basement when it happened. I, I know it was not that calm. Okay. Okay. Okay, kids. Let's, let's be done. Daddy got shot in the eye. That's not what happened at all. Doesn't matter what happened. So I, after I hear all this, I mean, he's screaming, like, I'm going to say a girl because it was super high pitched. And I get back there and he, like I said, he looks like a fish out of water. And so Ryan is just standing there and Ryan is like, you're, well, it almost was like that thing, you know, like when you're wrestling with your uh, sibling and your sibling gets hurt and you see mom coming and you're like, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. No, it wasn't like that at all. <laughs> it was not like that. At okay. All. Well, that's what it seemed like. So anyway, and so I 
you know, very diplomatically said, that's it. I'm going to run over all these guns. I'm going to back over them all and I'm going to make you all watch. I never did do that, but I, I did want to. And so then I said, what happened? So then I hear what happened. And then I real quickly said, well, you were hit in the eye with a dart and you were down for the rest of the night. And then this whole six inches um, came into play. Now, if, if we had those, let's say we had a dart gun and one of those rival guns mm-hmm. in here right now. Okay. How big is this room? 12 by 12? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So let's say I'm against this wall. You're against that wall. 12 feet apart. Yes. I shoot you with a Nerf bullet. You feeling that? Or you're just like, oh, whatever. You'd feel it, but they don't hurt. Bear skin. I hit you on bear skin. No. Okay. Bear eyeball? Yeah. <laughs> but just bear skin? Like if I... No, just bear skin. Like, had no shirt on and shot me in the chest or in the back? Okay. No, I wouldn't hurt. So if I were to shoot you with a Nerf rival from 12 feet away onto bear skin, would that hurt? No. I, oh, yeah. That's what I was meaning. But neither of them would hurt. So why do you like the ball guns better? Way more accurate. They're faster and they're more accurate. They're faster. Yeah. But it's a bigger projectile and it's foam. But you don't think that since it's right, so you you don't think so you don't think that since it's bigger and it moves faster that it would hurt more. Right, because if something (laughs) is traveling at ninety feet per second and it's a bigger foam ball or a little tiny like airsoft pellet, yeah, I'd rather get hit by the bigger, the bigger, the bigger item. Well, I know no one thought they were going to have an educational lesson like that today with, you know, feet per second. But so we did get, we're, we're getting. We're going to get poked with a fingertip or a pen. Oh, listen to her. I don't know. Well, I mean, a fingertip or a pen is a little bit different. I'm just saying. Right. Bigger object doesn't hurt as much. Mm-hmm. I did get rid of all those guns. And another reason we just had to. the dart ones, not the rival ones. <clears throat> Thank you for clarifying. And another reason we need kind of need to get rid of those is because the three-year-old would just grab them and bite the tips off. Yeah, he was eating darts left and right. Yeah, and he'd spit the tip out, so it's not, I mean... the dogs, God, the dogs ate tons of dart poop in the yard. (laughs) There are darts all over our yard. Yeah, so it was really actually a good thing that we got rid of those. And they're going to a good home, so... And yes, they're going to be super excited to see those. And actually... I kind of thought it was a joke. I said, is this April Fool's or is it Christmas? (laughs) Because those guns um, are pretty nauseating in my world. But Ryan had the great idea of sending them to the shop with them. But now today I heard it's too cold for those guns. They might break, so they all have to come back in the house. Well, it's pretty cold out there now. Merry Christmas to me. Wait till you see what their Christmas present is. (laughs) I wrapped it. (laughs) I just can't wait. Wait till you see it shoot. So if you get shot in the eye... With one of those balls, is it going to hurt you? Well, I'll be wearing goggles. Oh. My snowmobile goggles. And then they got their face masks. Mm. They'll have to wear those because I think the Nerf rivals, like 90 feet per second, these are like 110 or 120. Did you buy Breck goggles? No, because Breck's not allowed to shoot guns because he's three. <laughs> I know he's not allowed to shoot them, but he's always in the crossfire. Actually, this is what happens when there's a when there's a gunfight in our house breck is basically ryan's peasant ryan's assistant he just yeah, he goes and gathers up more he goes and gathers up the balls for me yeah and he likes to carry around his little monkey backpack and put him in there and then he brings them over to his dad and but he doesn't get shot much because i tell the two older boys if you shoot him you're gonna be sorry mm-hmm. so they didn't want he just runs around and gathers up bullets but really he should probably have some eye protection probably should so, I can argue with you on that. So I guess there's another gift that he could have. Yeah. Last question. Could could you, you know, you said that you gave me several ideas of what to buy you for Christmas. And by the time this airs, I mean, I'll just have to have my life together. You gave me one idea and that was some Levi's. And then I went and bought those Levi's because apparently Ryan is the same size as pretty much everyone else on the planet because I cannot find his size. So I went... And I found a pair, one pair out of all these, I mean, there's hundreds of jeans and one pair was his size. Well, one pair in the style he wanted. And so I have it in my car. And so I'm finally like, oh good, I have one gift for him. And then he says to me, oh, they told me to look in the car because they cleaned it. They wanted to see if they did a good job. And 
I saw the pair of Levi's there and I said, oh, I'll take them back. And he goes, yeah, not my, not really my color anyway. <laughs> I wasn't going to lie. Well, first of all, that color would be fine for you because you do not have that color. It was a light washed blue jean. Uh, yeah, I kind of like darker, darker jeans. Mm-hmm. Not black or like super dark, but not like the light, light ones. Mm-hmm. Remember what I said about the high maintenance podcast like guest? Levi's jeans, please. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, because in November and October, you're telling me you want Levi's because that's not the truth. So what, what, what would you like for Christmas? What's on your list? What are you really hoping that you're opening on Christmas day? You know me, I really don't need, I really don't need anything. Well, and this is where I'm, this is my predicament. Cause just a little bit ago, you said you didn't have any Christmas traditions cause your parents were divorced and you kind of just went from, you know, Kinda. Well, and, hey, I don't want to make it sound like it was bad. It's just that no, hey, I know it was bad. Holidays I was here, some holidays I was there. It's pretty tough to have a tradition when you're right back and forth. You know, I know it wasn't bad. I know it wasn't bad. But for whatever reason, I have had this feeling. You haven't given me this feeling. I decide what I feel and think. We we both know that. That I need to make sure that I make all of your holidays and all of your birthdays super great. Because that's how what I want to do with my kids too. So I just kind of lump you into that, which I think you probably feel the same way about me. Maybe not. But I need to know what you need, what what you really, really want and what you want to see. Because the only things I can think of are things that you're right. I should have been thinking about in like June. So I should, could have been saving money. What you're insinuating, insinuating everything I want is super expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, because like Levi's are what, 30, 40 bucks? Right. So there's one idea. And I said some long sleeve shirts. I well, right now you did. I'm let me no, first I, of all make I, a list. I, I said this a couple weeks ago. Is that where the list ends? <laughs> like I'm I'm not much. saying anything. Oh, you don't need much. I don't. Mm. I really don't. But you don't want anything? Like I find it sad when when spouses don't buy for each other. And I get it. And I do this with my patients now. I ask like this is just the time of year. Well, Do you buy it for your spouse? And you told me you wanted some some Alabama clothes, mm-hmm. some leggings, and some and and some more shirts. And you want you want some some shirts mm-hmm. and some jeans. Mm-hmm. So you really you you didn't give me anything above that. Uh, yeah, I told you I wanted some shoes. Damn it! You didn't? <laughs> yes, I did. I did tell you that. And the thing, and not saying like I, I know. I bought you boots for your birthday. I know you're, you're really good at buying clothes. Usually I don't even, you know, I like when you buy me clothes because you buy me stuff that I wouldn't buy myself. So I always like when you buy me clothes, but what I always think is then there's so many patients who will say they don't buy anything for their spouse and spouse. And I respect that because a lot of times they're buying a TV or a new bedroom furniture or whatever. But I like, I personally like you opening something on Christmas day or like giving you something that you don't know is coming. I, I do like that. I think we've always kind of been that way. Something that I don't know is coming. That you've never done that. You're gonna to have to really set up your game if that's what you want to do. You haven't always known every gift I'm gonna give you. I usually got a pretty good idea. Oh, like if you, you say do. Ryan, what do you want, and I tell you one thing. Yeah, that's usually what you're gonna give me. I disagree. Like I think that I'll try to find something else. So, like for a couple of anniversaries and one Christmas, I bought you a gun. You knew those were coming. Not really. Oh, but I mean, you didn't go buy a gun. Just you didn't go just pick that gun off the shelf with without having some information. I didn't get any information from you. I surprised you. Next question. <laughs> I, I well, I'm still waiting to hear what you want for Christmas because you're on long sleeve shirt. So I don't think we need to wait for that. All right. Well, if you can think of anything else better, hey, you know, I wanted a pair of Solomon making shoes. Solomon shoes, my favorite shoes. Mm-hmm. He bought me the last pair, what, five, six years ago? Mm-hmm. Finally wore out mm-hmm. with the racing slits on the bottom. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad that you gave me some ideas a couple days before Christmas. I do. I appreciate that. I'm not saying that facetious. <laughs> you asked a couple of days before Christmas. <laughs> well, I asked a lot longer before then. But anyway, apparently. Time out. Been a lot of grilling me here. Can I ask a question? Absolutely. I, I don't get this. I don't ever really get this. Do you, Sarah Jane, consider yourself a procrastinator? I, Sarah Jane, consider myself to work real well under pressure. 
I'm gonna say that that is yes. No, I don't. I don't. First of all, I don't like labels. I don't like labels. So I don't know if I'm gonna say a procrastinator, but do you? Are you one to often put things off till a later date? The yes, I can do that. But the reason this year is because I was never by myself to get the stuff done. <laughs> I would have had it done by then. Any other questions? I wasn't meaning just on the Christmas gifts. I meant in general. Yeah, actually, that was that's my you know that's my thing. Like, why wait? And and I'm not talking about like why wait when you're cleaning the laundry room or something like that. I'm talking about why wait when you want to do something exciting or fun in your life. But I mean, do I always have it together? No, but am I as organized as you? Probably not. No, you got you got more irons in the fire than I do. Just making sure that the record button was still on. Well, it, it, <laughs> yeah, anybody who knows you knows that you got a lot going on. I mean, podcasts, want to write books, you got three kids, you got your own business. I mean, yeah, you kind of pile it on yourself. I know. I do. I like, I'm more of the philosophy, philosophy, you know, quality over quantity. I'd rather do one or two things really good than kind of do 10 or 12 sort of good. So no, no, um, that's me. I'm just saying that's me. Right. And I, which, which I appreciate about you, but you also know that I am a little more high energy than you. So I just need a little bit more to get me going. Like you, you're pretty, you're more calm. I'm not like, I like to be like real busy. And I not saying that you're not busy, like when you're doing that wall upstairs, but that is like more intricate, time consuming, detailed stuff. Not necessarily me. Right. So maybe we're a good balance. All right. Well, I, I want to thank you for finally being a guest on my show. You know, it was um, quite difficult to walk down to the basement. <laughs> But I, I had a good time. Thanks for having me. <laughs> and actually, I had told Ryan a long time ago that I wanted to do a he said, she said episode because I have several different topics that uh, my friends and I talk about, like their husbands and them just do not get along or see eye to eye with certain things. But we will save that this for another day. He said, she said? I, yeah, this is a he I, said. I felt like I had to kind of defend myself most of the time. And I said you're procrastinating and you said you're not. So. I did not say I'm not. I said, I don't like labels. I said, I, I work well under pressure and I know that. So maybe I put stuff off because I like to work under pressure. <laughs> I mean, we see eye to eye. This is like a, you said, I said, like the, he said, she said, is going to be a more generic thing. So yes, kind of a, he said, she said, but regardless, I thank you. And I, I'm, I'm happy that I'm your hot Christmas mess. And I'm happy that you're my Grinch. Thanks for listening to the Fast Lane with Sarah Jane podcast. If you like what you hear, share the podcast and hit the subscribe button so you get updates on all new episodes. And we truly love feedback, so ratings and reviews are appreciated. 